Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Unfiltered. Uh, it's just me today um, because I moved into college yesterday. So <laughs> I am currently in a 24-hour quarantine period. Um, <laughs> so I thought, what better way to use my time than to record a solo podcast? Um, I'm currently sitting at my desk just staring out my window at Harvard Square. I was lucky enough to be placed in Wigglesworth, which, by the way, is such a Hogwarts-sounding dorm name. (laughs) Like, when I found out that my dorm name was Wigglesworth, I was like, this cannot be real. But, yeah, so Wigglesworth is a freshman dorm, which means it's in the yard, which means it is right in the middle of Harvard Square. And it is just – I like, we have the most gorgeous view. Um, I'm currently staring at the Harvard Bookstore – And if I look to my right, there's Tate, the famous bakery and cafe in Boston that has the most amazing coffee. My roommate is the sweetest person ever and went out and got me a coffee because I really cannot, I can't, I'm technically not allowed to leave my dorm right now because my 24 hours aren't up, but she's just so sweet and it really made my morning. Um, So I just wanted to share, but the weather is beautiful, mid to low 70s, sunny, windy, perfect for runs. I cannot wait. Uh, to go on a run by the Charles River. I'm just so excited. Like, oh, I'm so excited. Um, But I'm just, I'm in love with Boston and Cambridge. Like, I cannot see myself going to college anywhere else. Also, if you can hear, like, trucks and horns and people yelling, it's because my window is literally two steps away from the street because I am right in the middle of Harvard Square. So I apologize if there's any noise um, in the background, but hopefully that won't be too much of a distraction. Um, so my book of the week is Into the Magic Shop by Dr. James Doty. This was recommended to me by one of my peers and it's really special, special to me because I, I recognize that a lot of us are going through a lot of change and in the midst of change, it's easy to kind of get lost in all that's going on. It's easy to get scared or worried. Um, but Into the Magic Shop really highlights certain things that you can implement into your daily routine in order to live a more fulfilled and peaceful life. Uh, One of the things that I thought was super significant was the alphabet of the heart, um, which are certain things and traits that Dr. Doty really harps on and urges us to repeat to ourselves and to practice in our daily lives. So it starts with the letter C and goes to the letter L. And these things are compassion, dignity, equanimity, forgiveness, gratitude, humility, integrity, justice, kindness, and love. Um, So yeah, those are really special to me and I just wanted to share. Um, So I hope you give that a read. I'm not really going to talk about one thing I'm excited for just because this whole podcast is going to be kind of about what I'm excited about um, for college. So yeah, going to skip that part of the segment. Um, And there's no guests today, so no intro. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about is just my travel and moving experience. Um, I'm going to keep this segment pretty short just because there are a lot of other things that I want to talk about. But I want to share this funny story. So I had, I traveled from Atlanta to Boston with a giant suitcase and two giant duffel bags. And 
so I needed to check them in, right? So I go to check in the bags and, you know, like before they they put it on the conveyor belt, they weigh it. So my bag weighed exactly 52 pounds. The man who was working there said that 52 pounds exactly is the cutoff. Anything over than over 52 pounds is a hundred dollars upcharge. So I was like so happy because like for some reason the night before when I was packing, I knew in the back of my mind, like I had a feeling that it would be too heavy. So I just like took out a few things and I prayed that it was not over the limit. And turns out I took out exactly the right amount of things because my bag was exactly 52 pounds. And uh, with that, I saved $100. So yeah, I just wanted to share. Um, the airport, everything was mostly the same. I mean, I love the airport. So just being there was exciting. I just love like the hustle and bustle of it. Um, I love I love like airport outfits, which is kind of weird. I love listening to my music. I listened to Folklore by Taylor Swift on repeat, like on repeat. It's like all that I listened to on the plane and in the airport because it was just, I don't know, it really fit. I hate this word, but it fit the vibes of of the situation. <laughs> I hate that word. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I mean, everything was mostly the same in the airport except for obviously everyone was wearing masks, socially distanced when possible. The middle seat was empty and on the plane and then the people, the, um, what, what are they called? The airport ladies. Why can I not remember their names? Okay, it's gonna come back to me and I'm it's gonna it's gonna make me mad. But they didn't come around with their carts. They gave they gave each person a bag with like snacks and water. But honestly, like I was just more excited about getting up to Boston and I wasn't really focusing on like all the differences in the airport. I mean it was it was fine. Um I actually saw one of my friends who's going to be you on the plane. She was at my gate and we chatted and uh, we were on the same flight. Super cool. She is so sweet. And I hadn't seen her since March when high school or when, yeah, when high school was let out. So very, very special to see her. And I saw two other Harvard students. One of them lives in Florida, but she was flying up from Atlanta. And then one of them I went to elementary school with. And so, yeah, we, we both lived in Atlanta. So it was really, really cool to see um, fellow college students. <laughs> Which, yeah, it was super special. Um, so my mom and I got up to Boston and we stayed in a hotel. Um, and we did some last minute dorm shopping, socially distanced, of course, with masks on. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and I got like all my bedding. Um, I got school supplies, a ton of snacks, obviously, because I need my snacks for my dorm. Um, and yeah, I mean, just like, and then we like walked around Harvard Square at night. It's just, it's beautiful here. Like I am in love with this place. Um, and yeah, it, it was really special, special to be able to do shopping with my mom and like explore Boston a little bit while we could. And, uh, and yeah. And then I moved in yesterday and honestly moving was a little bit hectic. Um, first of all, it's, it's nice weather right now, but yesterday was like, it was pretty humid and it was also in the late afternoon, which is when it is, tends to be hotter. Um, and I was carrying a bunch of things, namely a 52 pound suitcase. Also, I live on the third floor and there are no elevators because Wigglesworth is this pretty old dorm. Um, so we had to lug up everything. Uh, we had to lug everything up, three flights of stairs, 
it was super hot. I was getting really sweaty. There's no air conditioning. Um, so yeah. And then in the process, I lost my duvet cover or which <laughs> it ended up in someone else's room. Um, so in the process of like trying to find my duvet cover, I got locked out. This is like so chaotic. My sweet man and I got locked out. So we had to go to security and I knocked on the door and I was like, hey, like, so sorry. I got locked out within 30 minutes of being on campus, which is so classic me. Like I would do that. Um, and I essentially got lectured and yelled at. And anytime anyone raises their voice at me, I get sad. So yeah, that was not fun, but it's fine. I've learned my lesson to always put my lanyard around my neck, no matter where I'm going. So hopefully I will not be locked out again because that was honestly pretty embarrassing. Um, but yeah, so, and then before I moved in, I had to walk to the science center and I got tested I picked up my food. I got a wristband for picking up dining, dining hall food, um, after phase one. And honestly, like props to Harvard, they're doing an amazing job. I will say it was super easy, super, super fast. Everything made sense. Um, the people working there were very helpful and nice. I was in and out in like 10 minutes. It was a self-administered test and it didn't hurt at all. And I felt super safe. It was a, an open area, socially distanced, masks, everything. It was great. Um, and it was a pretty speedy process. And I should be getting my results sometime today. And so, yeah, props to Harvard for doing an amazing job. I, I truly think that they're doing – I might be a little biased, but I do think that the plan that they have implemented is one of the best plans um, in all the colleges in the U.S. Just because they're being super safe and – and uh, super careful because I, I would love to stay on campus. I would hate to get, get sent home. But yeah, so I got tested, picked up my key, got locked out. Um, and then my mom and I were moving everything in. And then this is kind of like off topic a little bit. But one thing that I'm a little nervous for is like not eating, which kind of makes no sense, but just a little context. Like yesterday, my mom and I, so I, I woke up, had breakfast in the morning, and then my move-in period was from two o'clock to four o'clock. So that's normally when I eat lunch. I tend to eat a rather late lunch. So I didn't eat lunch because I was moving in. And then it was about five o'clock and I started getting really lightheaded. And I realized that after hours and hours of lugging heavy things up three flights of stairs in the heat, no water, no food, I was not really being very healthy um, and nice to my body. Um, I realized that I was really hungry and I needed food immediately. So I had dinner. But one thing that is a little weird about me is that like my stomach is pretty sensitive in terms of my emotions. So when I'm feeling like anxious or nervous or worried or even like super excited, I don't eat or I forget to eat. And especially being in a new environment. I'm kind of nervous for not really eating in the first couple weeks, but I think that once I get back into the routine and once I settle in and see this as my 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 permanent home for the next three months, I will get back into a good eating and sleeping and exercising routine. That is my hope. But yeah, just a little, little off topic. But so yeah, my mom helped me move in. One thing that I knew going into my freshman year of college that I wanted to do was decorate my dorm in a way that was calming and peaceful and relaxing because I'm the kind of person who is easily influenced by their environment. I need to have a relaxing 
environment in order to study, to work, to sleep, to read. Um, I need to study. It's really weird. I need to study in a very certain environment. And I made sure to decorate my dorm and my desk area in a way that really ensures that I will be able to focus to my maximum extent um, and also to be able to relax when necessary. So I bought a ton of lights. I bought fake vines, brought a ton of pictures. Also, I'm so sorry if you can hear that. Um, again, I'm like right on the street. But yeah, a ton of lights, ton of pictures, made my dorm super cozy. And one really cool thing about Wigglesworth is that the roofs are slanted, which makes me feel like I'm staying in an attic, which I thought I would hate. But surprisingly, I love it because there's a slanted ceiling in my bedroom, which is super cool for like decorations and stuff. And then there's a slanted ceiling right over my desk, which is like oddly comforting because I feel like I'm in my own little world, which is nice when you're studying. I like to have no distractions and I feel super like enclosed and safe. Um, and now that I'm saying this, I realize that I really am kind of at Hogwarts um, <laughs> in the sense that like living in an attic, not that Hogwarts is an attic, but Harry Potter did live in one and uh, going living in a place called Wigglesworth. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, so the way that the dorm is set up is it's a suite with rooms in the suite. So my suite, mate, my suite mate and I each have our own respective dorms, which is actually really nice to have our own space. And then we have a common room, which we share, and a bathroom, which we share. And I love this setup because the common room ensures that we have a place to hang out and eat together and talk, but then we have our own rooms. So we have our own space, which is super important to me because I really do like my privacy sometimes. Um, I tend to be I would say I'm an ambivert, so I'm extroverted and introverted. I can be super social and outgoing when needed um, and when I want to, but I definitely have my moments of of needed privacy. Um, and and yeah, we, we hung up all these lights in the common room and we're going to buy plants and it's just, it's super special. I love it. And of course, the view is amazing of Harvard Square. So I love it. Um, but yeah. And so... I'm super excited about the way I decorated my dorm and I'm super excited for the way that <sighs> this common room is set up. I'm super excited for my sweet mate. She's amazing. I love her. We're going to do a podcast episode together next week probably, but yeah. Next thing I want to talk about is what Harvard is doing differently. I understand that most of you listening are probably Harvard students, but if you're not, I just want to do like a brief explanation of what's different. So there are phases phase one, phase two, and then phase three. They don't really call it that, but it's like after phase two. So phase one is what I'm in right now. As soon as you get on campus, you get tested for COVID. The results take about 24 hours to come out. Within those 24 hours, you're supposed to be in your dorm, not interacting with other people, waiting for your results. That's what I'm in right now. My roommate is so cute. She's out of phase one, so she can go out. And she got me a coffee because <laughs> I was talking about how much I wanted a coffee, but I couldn't leave. Um, and she's just, she brought me one, which is just, I don't know, like I love her so much. But so yeah, I'm technically in phase one. I'm currently in phase one. After phase one is phase two, which lasts seven days. So you get tested on day four, day seven. If both are negative, you can move on to phase three. Um, and then with, when it, within phase two, you can only go out in 30 minute increments. 
which I don't really know if that means like you go out for 30 minutes, come in for five minutes, go back out. I don't really know. But yeah, so that lasts seven days. If you get three negative tests in total, then you are good to go. You can go out whenever you want. You just have to wear masks, socially distance. I truly believe that Harvard's policy is is great. Like I, I completely support it. At first I thought like the whole testing every three days thing was a bit much, but now I'm grateful that, I'm just grateful that Harvard has the resources for that. So I get tested Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And honestly, like at first I was nervous, but it's self-administered and it doesn't hurt at all. So it's really not that bad. And like walking to get tested is, it's not a bad walk at all. It's like two minutes. And I honestly think that Harvard is, is doing what needs to be done. Um, The only thing is like classes are online, which kind of sucks, but makes sense. I'm not not too mad about it. The only thing I'm a little nervous for is a spending too much time staring at a screen just because the health effects of that I know are are pretty adverse. But um, also, I'm so sorry if you just heard like a, a Siri thing. I don't really know where that's coming from. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. But I'm definitely going to be mindful of like getting out, exercising, getting fresh air, um, moving around in between classes and uh, making sure I'm not spending too much time cooped inside because honestly, like, that would drive me crazy. Um, And also, like, I haven't done school in, like, six months because obviously, like, we had a long summer. I start school. Harvard starts really late. We start in September. I'm not used to having this long of a summer. But also before that, when we got out of school in high school, it wasn't like real school. Like I wasn't actually doing work. So I haven't really tried academically in a while. I don't know if my brain is um, gotten a little rusty, but yeah, I think that it's going to take some time to adjust to get back in an academic and focused mindset. But I think once I do, like I'm going to get the hang of it. It'll be totally fine. A little nervous about how I will get adjusted with Zoom, but I think it'll be okay. I mean, Zoom has its its downsides definitely, but uh it's just something we have to do, something that we have to sacrifice for the greater good of the community, which I'm grateful that we even have the resources and opportunity to do so. Um, and obviously restricted socializing, blah, 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 um, carry out dining for now. But honestly, like even getting the chance to like walk to Annenberg, which is the dining hall, the freshman dining hall, and like standing in line is going to be amazing because Annenberg is the most gorgeous place ever. And yeah, I mean, honestly, the two things that I'm holding on to amidst all of this is gratitude and hope just because I'm grateful that I am on campus. I'm grateful that Harvard has the resources to be safe. Um, I'm grateful that people are going into it with a positive mindset and not letting this hamper our abilities to make relationships and learn things and grow and mature. Um, And I'm hopeful that, you know, it sucks now in the moment, but I truly do think that as a res- I was talking to my sweet mate about this. I truly do think that as a result, the class of 2024 at Harvard and even not even just our class, but the Harvard community as a whole and, you know, honestly, the global community as a whole will become more unified as a result. It's kind of ironic because right now we can't really socialize and we can't really like go out and, uh, you know, have spontaneous 
interactions with other people, which are so special and which often lead to like the greatest friendships and relationships that can be cultivated. Even though we can't do that, I think that being in this situation is making people a little bit more open to getting to know other people. So even though we can't really go outside and like meet physically, I think people are, you know, we're stuck inside kind of sucks, but I think people are more willing to reach out, whether it be over Instagram, Zoom, text, FaceTime, email, whatever. I think people as a whole are becoming more outgoing, which, you know, you'd think that wouldn't happen, but it's a trend that I've been observing that really just like makes my heart feel all warm and it's super special. Um, I think that the relationships that will be cultivated amidst all of this will be stronger I think that the lessons that we will learn will be more significant, um, lessons that we can pass down um, to generations. And, you know, this is a really, really weird time, but it doesn't mean that we can't make the most of it. That is something that I'm determined to hold on to. I'm the type of person, I would say I'm an optimist. I'm the type of person to really see the good sides of things. And e that doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge that, you know, the situation is not desirable. Obviously, I wish that <laughs> I could be going to classes in person. I wish that I could be going out and meeting more people. But this situation is out of my control. So at the end of the day, remaining discouraged and, and sad about it is not productive. And, you know, there will be days where I will be sad and disappointed and I'm not I'm going to try my best to not discount those feelings because they're real. Um, I think that toxic positivity is also an issue, you know, being overly positive and not, not acknowledging that things are hard. But the main thing that I want to achieve in life is balance. So, so yeah, um, Harvard is doing a lot differently. But at the end of the day, I'm grateful that they are doing what, the, what needs to be done because I do want to stay on campus for the rest of, of semester of this okay i'm like not speaking english i'm so sorry i think the caffeine from my coffee is kicking in because i'm kind of shaking <laughs> but i am grateful for all that they're doing differently i do want to remain on campus for the rest of semester and hopefully be invited to return back next semester and i'm hopeful that things will turn out for the better in the long run um and with that i want to share a quote from that book uh into the magic shop that i think perfectly correlates with what's going on. The quote is, it's easy to connect the dots of a life in retrospect, but much harder to trust the dots will connect together and form a beautiful picture when you're in the messiness of living a life. So right now, it's probably hard to see the, the, the good side of it, to see how this, why this is happening. Um, but in the future, you know, when I'm a senior in college, I'm going to be looking back on my freshman year and understand just how important this time of my life is um, and to understand why I'm going through this um, and to understand that the reason why will be a good reason. That was kind of illiterate, but I think you know what I mean. Um, so yeah. Okay, uh, the next thing that I wanna touch on is my semester goals. I have a lot of semester goals and I don't want to like spend too much time talking about it, but I'm the kind of person to be very future oriented, which is not good at times 
because it kind of prevents me from living in the present, which is something that I'm actively trying to do. I think I've gotten a lot better about it. But I also think that being a future-oriented person is good because, you know, it keeps you in a mindset that ensures that you make decisions that will benefit you in the long run. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a very prudent person and I just, I love setting out goals for myself. I set out goals for myself for my senior year in high school. I set goals out for myself for quarantine. And now I have a list of goals for the first semester of my college experience here at Harvard. The first thing is to not be hard on myself. Um, if you guys read my open letter, I discussed how I really struggle with feelings of imposter syndrome, and I know I'm not alone. I genuinely think that every single student at Harvard and every single student, regardless of whether or not they go to Harvard, just like every single student in an academic setting has experienced imposter syndrome at some point in their life, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically feeling like the achievements that you've garnered are not warranted. I recognize that I am in a community of brilliant, intelligent, and just outstanding minds, um, which is not discounting myself. I'm not saying I'm not, you know, quote unquote smart. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that being in a community where you look around and you see all these amazing people, it can be kind of hard and discouraging because the natural human tendency is to compare oneself or to believe that there's only so much intelligence or brilliance in the world. But that's not true. Like, just because someone else is smart or intelligent doesn't mean that it takes away from your own traits. I think that one thing that I'm going to struggle with um, is being in this amazing, brilliant community and feeling like I don't belong, which a lot of you might be, I think a lot of you will relate. Um, you know, I think we all at some point of our lives feel like we don't belong in a certain community, whether it be academic, social, whatever. Um, it's really hard to go from a community where, you know, you're seen as quote unquote smart to a community where everyone is, is like you. Like, and I'm not trying to put us on a pedestal or anything. That's not at all what I'm saying. But, you know, imposter syndrome is a real thing. I struggled with it in high school and I'm, I think I will be encountering it a lot up here at Harvard. But the main thing that I, I'm holding on to and something that my dad told me is to just try my best and to not get caught up in what other people are doing. I am a firm believer that comparison is genuinely one of the worst sins that human humans have fallen to. Comparison just never, it never breeds anything positive. It's just nothing good ever comes out of it when you're using it in the wrong way. However, comparison can be good when you, in, 
Well, I guess it shouldn't be called comparison then. Rather than comparison, I would say inspiration. Rather than looking at, okay, let's say my sweet mate. She's brilliant. She's amazing. She's talented. She's smart. She's achieved a lot. Rather than looking at her and being envious and believing that her accomplishments are taking away from mine, I can look at her and be inspired. One thing that I love about Harvard is just the diversity and just the inclusion. There are so many different types of people here, and I truly believe that you can learn something from everyone. And I don't want to look at someone and feel like just because they're smart, I'm not smart. I want to look at them and be inspired by what they've achieved. So, okay, that was like a super long explanation of one of my semester goals is to not be hard on myself, to not fall to comparison. Um, Self-doubt is really dangerous and it causes you to miss out on a lot of good aspects on life of life. And I am living in Boston. I am a freshman in college. There are so many good aspects of life to enjoy. Why should I let comparison and self-doubt ruin that? Moving on. Um, one of my semester goals is to keep podcasting and journaling. I love journaling. I love podcasting. I think that both of these things will be able, will allow me to document my life in a way that allows me to look back on them when I'm older, uh, re-listen to podcasts, reread my journal entries, and just see how much I've grown and to really relive those experiences. I just, I'm the type of person to love things like that. So yeah, definitely want to keep up with those things. What's so special about journaling is that it just, it feels like I'm almost writing a letter or a book to myself because I'm writing these journal entries knowing knowing that the only person who's going to be reading them is me in the future. So I'm kind of writing a letter to myself, which is really, really special. I love that. Also, I keep saying the word special. I need to find a new word. Okay. Semester goal number three, to be responsible and safe for the community, but to not let the circumstances put a damper on my excitement for college. I talked about that a lot, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, Number four, to go into college with an open mind and an open heart. I those four words, open mind, open heart, are words that I never want to let go of. To keep an open heart for me is to be willing to create relationships, to meet new people, to feel new emotions, and to experience. Personally, I'm a person of faith, so to experience spiritual growth, but also emotional growth. To keep an open mind means to be willing to learn new things, to be exposed to people of different backgrounds that I may not have encountered um, in Atlanta, Georgia, and to grow mentally. I want to go into every new situation with an open mind and an open heart. And I encourage all of you listening to do the same. Number five, to make a home for myself in Boston. Finding coffee shops, running trails, little special spots in the city. Um, I love places and I love finding things in in places. So there are a few things that I want to do in Boston by the time I graduate. Number one, find the best coffee shop because I love coffee. Number two, to find the best cherry scone in the city, because I love cherry scones. And back in Atlanta, the best scone place was Dancing Goats um, Coffee Bar. 
and I want to find a new a new replacement for that. Number three, memorize all the stops on the T, which is the public transit system in Boston. I want to memorize all the stops. I honestly am doing pretty well navigating around the T, um, but I think that's so cool. Like that's how you know you're a local if you know the T to a T. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> and I want to find cute little study places. Again, I'm the type of person who needs a very specific environment to study in. So I want to find really cool places to study in. Back in Atlanta, it was Chattahoochee Coffee Company, Starbucks. Yeah. Um, and obviously running trails. I love, I love runs. So I will be going on a lot of city runs and also runs, um, hopefully by the Charles River. All right, next goal, to learn independence on a whole new level. The thing about college is you are completely alone. Um, Well, you're not completely alone, but you're in a completely new environment. You're away from your family, and that can be kind of scary, but I think it teaches you a level of maturity and independence that you can't achieve um, living with your family. Next, to try new things. Um. Yeah, that really goes without saying. Next, to not be easily swayed by others. I I would say I don't really give in to peer pressure. I think I'm the kind of person who knows what I what I believe and what I stand for. And, you know, if I am not going to do something, I'm not going to do something. If I am going to do something, I am going to do something. Um, yeah, I'm not really worried about that. The only thing is, like, I'm kind of – oh, Sorry gotta let my roommate in. I'll be right back. Hello. Hi. Do you have a broken drawer in your room? Um, our desk is broken. Did I come in and look at it? Yes. Which one is it? Okay, I'm so sorry. That was not my roommate. That was maintenance coming to fix a broken drawer. So, so sorry for that interruption. But, <laughs> okay, moving on with my semester goals. Okay, yeah, so to not be easily swayed by others. Um, one hard thing is, you know, a lot of my friends are going to schools with that are being pretty easy on restrictions and seeing them going out and partying and stuff. You know, I, I have been getting my FOMO, I will admit. But I am determined to not let this discourage me. I I know that, you know, I can still you know, get the college experience without, you know, going out and, and partying and stuff like that. So I, I know that it'll be okay. But yeah, so to not be easily swayed by others, to not be discouraged by what they're doing. Next is to remain rooted in my faith. Um, again, I am, I'm personally a Christian. So I, I definitely want to keep up with that by joining organizations and, uh, you know, listening to Christian podcasts. My sweet mate is also Christian, so we have been, like, playing Christian music, and uh, we're planning on doing, like, personal Devo together, which will be really fun. And then finally is to keep up with self-care, exercising, sleeping, eating well. I'm not really worried about that in the slightest just because being healthy is a priority in my life, so I'm definitely not going to let that um, escape me. So I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, those are some of my semester goals. I have a lot more, but I didn't want to you know, put them all out there. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed hearing those. I don't know. I think it's really interesting to hear the goals that people have for themselves. So I thought that it would be fun to share. The last thing I want to touch on is just my quarantine life, like what I've been doing. 
obviously lots of decorating. I really pride myself on my dorm room. If you've seen the video um, on my Instagram, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm recording a podcast. I'm preparing for classes. Um, I'm getting to know my suite mate, attending a lot of Zoom meetings, been doing some journaling, and just getting adjusted. Um, this has all been just a crazy experience. I cannot believe I'm here at Harvard. I never thought this day would come, but here we are. And I am so excited for this semester. I just, I'm really grateful that I'm here. I'm really hopeful for all that's to come. I think that I will grow and mature in a way that I've never had before. You know, my senior year, I grew and matured so much. And not just my senior year, my entire high school career, four years of my life. But college is radically different. So I am so curious to see who I become after four years um, up here. You know, this is now my home. Um, Atlanta will and always will be my childhood home. But Boston and Cambridge is where I think I will experience the most and learn the most and grow the most. And that's what's so special about these podcasts is that they're super intimate, I feel like. And I'm really just talking about my life and and updating you guys on what's going on. And, you know, whether or not five people listen to this or 50 people or a hundred, you know, I'm a, I'm, I don't know how much this podcast will grow, but regardless of how many people listen to this, these podcasts are special to me because there's something that I'm pouring my heart and soul into and there's something that I'm going to be able to listen back to and really kind of travel back in time and, and see the kind of person that I was. You know, this is my first, po- first podcast that I'm recording here at Harvard. I hope that I continue this over the next four years. Um, and to be able to listen to my fir- first podcast at Harvard and my last podcast at Harvard, I think there will be a big difference between the kind of person I am and, and all that I'm talking about. But I think that that difference is going to be really, 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 really special. So I'm excited for all that's to come. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really am excited to see where this podcast takes me, how it grows. Um, and I hope that you guys remain with me along the way. This was episode three of Unfiltered, the solo podcast. Next episode, I'm planning on having my sweet mate. And that will be really, really fun. She is super sweet. You guys will love her. And I'm so, so excited. So thank you guys so much. And I'll see you next week.